Good morning, listeners, and welcome to today's Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, here with Dr. Rosalind Clark and Max O'Brien, and today is day 188 since we came back on the air. First, the news. There's a small group of zombies, maybe two dozen, that are congregating around the shoreline. They're not going in the water, obviously, but they're hanging around and they're close enough that the spray is agitating them, making them confused and hostile. We're considering what we can do about them. One idea we had was to take the boat and go up the coast and make some noise along the way to get them to at least go farther away. We'd rather get them to go inland, but when they're riled up like that, it's even more dangerous to be around them than usual. Besides, if we make noise to try and get them to come inland, then we might attract more and end up sandwiched between them. Not a good place to be. The surf has been a little rougher than usual today, and we're thinking that might be what attracted them. Max, you're being awfully quiet. What's up? Oh, I was just remembering something about water and danger from my college days. We can talk about it later. It's not relevant to today's broadcast. Actually, I was just going to talk about Shakespeare again. I can do that pretty much any time. Tell us and the listeners about this memory, if you're okay with it. Well, well, okay. So when I was in college, I got a little bit into the local music scene. Uh, There was one band in particular called Rook that I really got into, and I went to a lot of their shows. One of their favorite venues was this little hole-in-the-wall coffee shop called Homage. Well, Homage was the classic great venue with a terrible location and wasn't doing very well. So they decided to have a fundraiser. They advertised it for weeks, saying that they were going to have this amazing lineup of local bands and a secret special guest. That sounds fun. It was. It was a blast. Rook played along with a bunch of other local bands, and it went on for most of the day. And when it came time for the secret special guest, they sent us all outside so there'd be more room. And when we got out there, we saw that the special guest was the Indigo Girls. Now, it had been raining for a good part of the day, and although it had stopped, the ground was still pretty wet. And as they were doing their final sound check, there was a burst of feedback and an electrical crackling sound from the speakers. And Amy and Emily both looked at each other and immediately unplugged their guitars and stepped away from the microphones or anything else that was plugged into the power. And then they told everybody to gather in close because they didn't want to risk electrocution, and they played the concert completely acoustically. That sounds amazing. I'm so jealous. One of my favorite college memories for sure. Dr. Clark, now you're looking thoughtful. Oh, um, Max's story made me realize that the zombies down at the shore are all wearing shoes. Barefoot zombies don't want to stand on the wet sand. It's a shame we can't find a way to get them to take their shoes off. Just an observation. Oh, I was going in a completely different direction. I was thinking about all the songs that we might not ever get to hear again. I'm sure this zombie outbreak will end someday. And people are still singing songs. Yeah, but what if the song was a duet and one of the people that sang it is gone now and the other person doesn't want to sing it anymore because it makes them sad? Or what if the song wasn't written down? What what if the band broke up? That doesn't even require zombies to be true. Well, yes, all that's true, but I'm sure those songs enriched the lives of the people who did hear them. Maybe, maybe songs have life too. And in every life, there's transition. You get to a point where you need a new job or to live in a new place or to change your relationship with someone, which could mean deepening it or ending it. And when that happens, the old life has reached a point where it's done its job. It got you where you needed to be. Maybe songs are like that, too, where they enriched the lives of the people who heard them, but then it was time for them to end and be replaced by different songs. Maybe. I mean, music definitely has a purpose. Of course it does. 
But each individual song doesn't necessarily have an indefinite purpose. Sometimes a purpose gets fulfilled. Don't think of it as the song dying, which is what I feel like you're doing. Think of it as the song being retired and making way for the next song. Sometimes things have a different purpose than what we expected. That's it. What? Max, you know that extra bit of gasoline you collected the other day so you could talk about your latest, um, theory? Yes. I need it for something else. I know how to get the zombies off the beach. How? And how is my gasoline involved? We're going to burn their shoes off by throwing Molotov cocktails at their feet. What? Look, we've observed that fire is a terrible way to try to fight zombies. Because they don't feel pain, and fire doesn't burn long enough to incapacitate them, but we don't need to kill the zombies, we just need to get them off the beach. If we burn their shoes off, then they won't want to stand on the wet sands, and they'll move on. That's so nutty, it might just work. Okay, listeners, we need to put this plan in motion, so we're going to wrap it up for today. Uh, Just remember that just because something's purpose changed doesn't mean it's lost, and that goes for all of us, too. All of our purposes changed in this new world, but we've just moved on to a different part of life. This gasoline was going to be used to tell you about how this whole thing might have been caused by a tragically mishandled experiment with mass hypnosis. But instead, we're going to go clear the beach with it. Max. Yeah, Max, come on. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Agnes Drew with Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other. <laughs>